everyone's really trying to do their best, you know, at what they do. And if you keep that in mind with who you're talking to or who you're reading on those forums, like you said, you know, people took time to write something on there because they wanted to share that. Welcome back to Titans of Customer Engagement, a customer experience podcast from Koros. You are looking for the next step toward creating a connected customer experience. And this is the place to learn from industry peers and leaders how to build a CX strategy with human connection so that you can create customers for life. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Koros Titans of Customer Engagement podcast. I'm Natanya Anderson, VP of Customer Solutions at Koros. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Keith Buchanan, Community Architect in the Adobe Experience League community. We'll jump right in, and I'm really interested to hear about the role that you have today and about how you got there. So can you tell us a little bit about your career journey? For sure. So yeah, so I'm uh, right now I'm the community architect for the Experience League uh, here at Adobe. I you know, started out you know, just as a developer working on a lot of web applications. I went from... I started in government, I went from to startups and, you know, then bigger, and now I'm part of Adobe as well. And the one thing I've definitely kind of learned along the way, like with different, uh, you know, sizes and organizations, big and small uh, government is that the, you know, you'll end up working with a lot of the people who kind of all have the same goal in a sense, right? Like everyone's really trying to build something or do something to make other people's lives easier or help enable them to, to do things. So, you know, joining Adobe uh, was part of actually internally was part of like the uh, employee experience, you know, building tools and applications for our own internal employees to mm -hmm. use nothing even actually externally facing uh, and then moved over to the Experience League team and, you know, started working on the community. First major part of the community project was, you know, migrating over to to Coros from mm -hmm. from Jive. And it was a really cool opportunity because now not only were you part of these teams building things for, uh, you know, internal employees or, you know, building tools for, for others. Now you're actually going to be part of the people who use the product as well and actually mm -hmm. seeing them mm -hmm. engage with others and kind of share ideas. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of the neat things with the community, right, is you get to see people come talk about their experiences, questions or, you know, sharing tidbits. And so being a part of that was really, really, really cool. And yeah, so ever since the migration, you know, we've been expanding and building it across there. And that's, that's how I got to where I am now. And, you know, super excited to keep it growing and, you know, been working alongside Coros to, to kind of make a lot of features and capabilities mm -hmm. uh, possible. So yeah, and it's been really positive. So this is, it's been great. Fantastic. I love the title community architect, because I think it, <laughs> I, I think it's so reflective of the fact that a community is not ever static, but it's something that's constantly growing and changing and evolving. And you have to really be thinking with this intentionality around what's going to come next. Right. And so I, I think that the title is really reflective of the truth of keeping and maintaining a very strong community. So it's a, it's a cool title, you know, as, as we think about that, right. we think about evolving and growing and changing your community. Can you tell us a little bit about how, uh, what your community's journey looks like, right? What was its purpose in life when it first started? What has it evolved to? What, what role does it play in your organization now? Yeah. So I mean, when it first started, I think it started with, a you know, the same place of a lot of other companies or a lot of places, you know, you have this community, uh, you play, you created a platform for people to, to come and, 
I mean, majority of people come into communities, they're coming from Google or they're coming from some search engine or something. And it's usually with a question, right? Like they usually, hey, I'm having trouble with this or I'm trying to look for an answer for a particular thing. And so when we started out, we we had, you know, we kind of had the similar design or the basics when we got it launched. But with the ultimate goal, we always understood and we always knew that these individuals that were coming to our community or were participating and you know actively contributing you know they're part of the whole mm -hmm. they're part of the whole ecosystem the whole engagement process with uh, you know adobe and, and experience league in particular and it kind of you know with that in mind and the experience league what we really kind of drive or what, we, what kind of founded that uh, the idea behind experience league is you know the the the, the business for a business to succeed the individual needs to succeed as well. And so when we made sure that each individual would be able to succeed at their respective company, then that company would, you know, come back if they, their, uh, their employees or people are using our software and they say, hey, what do you think of using this? They would come back and say, yeah, like, let's renew, let's renew and keep using it. And then it helped to our success as well. And so we really saw like, this is all part of the broader goal, right? Like it's, it's really the individual so like let's give the individuals who use our software who use our products let's give them a platform to not only just to come and answer and ask questions or you know to have these you know just to kind of go and leave, come in and leave i mean we'll have a lot of people every every community will have people who just are lurkers right they just come in and read and leave but we really wanted to show that hey this is a place where if you know if you have something to share like you share that with others and that can really help you to uh you know kind of get your name out there and it's like hey i learned something using you know something in photoshop or something in particular with you know aem other people could then contribute and you might hey i didn't think of that maybe i could try that and it just kind of grows from there right because then we're really helping each individual like i said like each individual person is succeeding now using our software and we're really helping them to shine and it kind of encourages them to keep coming back and keep engaging because now you now you kind of like oh i i want to follow this person because you know every time they post something on uh, on there it, it, it you know it's it's helped me or i've learned something new and it's like hey and, and i've commented or i've replied to this person and they they've gotten back to me i mean when people actually start conversing back and forth and i think especially with everything mm -hmm. in the world that as it is now you know people are always looking for more and more ways to connect and i think more people are engaged and so the the better experience the more we can give our our customers that then everybody kind of wins so it, it's the like it's yeah the community as a whole has really grown and we have a lot of plans for driving that engagement and rewarding every user whether they're you know there to just look or if they actually actively participate we want to find more and more ways to engage them and again when we do that everybody kind of wins right absolutely i think it's such an interesting story of seeing the opportunity and then and serving it and then being open to see other opportunities and to say like, oh, that's something that we're willing, willing to take on and realizing that the community can be a place for a lot of different engagement types. It might start as one support, but then there becomes this opportunity if you're open-minded, I think, and, and willing to be a little bit curious about what else it is that your customers really want and what they will engage with. Yeah, exactly. And and like that's that's why it's going to be part of the it's part of the whole solution or the whole 
uh, process as well, right? Like we have, uh, you know, we want the community to be at the, along the same lines as going to document docs or tutorials. You know, mm -hmm. we have we have the meetups that get uh, uh, posted there as well. We have programs and we really want it to be all part of one solution. So if you're on a docs page, maybe it'll link to the community that's, it's a some people hear the most asked questions and the same with the community. Here's a documentation page that might be of interest. It's all, it's all useful information. And it's one of those where if you don't necessarily see it, you may not think of it, but when you do, you're like, oh yeah, the, that is super handy. Why didn't, you know, I'm definitely mm -hmm. going to check that out. And, and I think you've really just hit on one of the key things about key drivers of long-term success of community, which is how are you integrating it more fully into your customer experience? Because, you know, discoverability of the community, once you get people there and driving engagement, of course, that means that, that you've got them hooked and there's ways to drive deeper engagement, but this awareness piece of community and really helping people find it, but also almost blurring the lines a little bit where we're not creating these digital experience silos, but it's like, oh, here's a piece of documentation that plays a really specific role, but oh, now there might be this opportunity to discuss it or get more more deeply engaged in the content. So here's the community. And it sounds like your teams are really thinking about the customer journey and how your different digital properties plug in versus starting with the digital properties and figuring out how people plug into them. You know, that's what I think I heard is it's customer journey centric. Yeah, exactly. And like the, the, the things that we get from our customer, like we have a direct connection to our customers too. Mm -hmm. Right. And we could kind of hear firsthand what they're thinking or what they're how they're using our products and we can make basically decisions or changes based on that i mean we have uh and we also want to call out like specific users who are really helpful when they post something or when they reach out to us we want them to know that we're listening because i mean that's if we show that hey what you think or what you're doing uh matters then you know they're going to continue that engagement uh, yeah, like one one of the uh, kind of the philosophies I've always had too with, I mean, just with development or working with teams or, or and all that kind of stuff, you know, especially when it comes to like forums or, or, you know, conversing with people is that the, you know, the one thing that we're always trying to remember is that we're all on the same kind of, we're all on the same team really mm -hmm. in the end, you know, we're mm -hmm. all trying to, we're all trying to, to achieve a goal. And so having that having that kind of thought in place when you see the people posting ideas or such, i mean so i like i come from a developer background so i'm very uh, you know there's that initial reaction when mm -hmm. someone comments on something whether positive or negative there's like a knee-jerk defensive action mm -hmm. right to be mm -hmm. like well it's actually the instead of like you know, the community especially is one of those where you, you're going to hear that and you, when you start to listen uh, you know, from their perspective and you start to like, it's like, well, you know, they're, they're, yeah, maybe they'd be say, they may be saying something that I may not wholly agree, or maybe there's an issue or something they're sharing. It's like, well, where is that coming from? Why are they saying this? And it's like, you know, if, if they're saying that they may not be the only people. So like, there's something here and they're, again, they're telling us this because they want what they use to be better. So, you know, with that in mind, it's like, well, let's take that into consideration. It's like, well, maybe we can make this better for them and make their lives easier. And then when you, they actually see the results of that, like, mm -hmm. that's huge, right? Again, everyone just wants to be heard. <laughs> right, right. Well, and, you know, I think particularly in today's world where there's so many ways and places that people can spend their time recognizing that they are taking the time to give you an idea, to give you a piece of feedback. It means that they're committing time to your community and to your organization and their relationship with you that they could quite frankly 
just blow off. They could be like, eh, I'm, I'm angry about this or I don't like it. Or maybe I go find another tool or, you know, I, I think that there's this opportunity to recognize when someone participates in your community, it has meaning because it means that they care. Right. And even if it's sometimes that they're caring to say things you don't necessarily want to hear, they could just go sort of spout off on, you know, their favorite social channel or with their friends, but instead by being willing to offer it to you as a brand. And so I think being receptive to that and realizing that even when it's not necessarily what you want to hear, it really does, to your point, mean that you and your customers are on the same team. Right. And there's there's a little bit of vulnerability being willing to hear all of that from your from your customers. (laughs) Yeah, totally. No, it, it's funny. There, my wife has a mantra that uh, it's really good too, as part of like that team mentality or that community mentality. Is, you know, when you see people or what they're saying or what they're doing, you tr- you know, there's there's the there could be like a misunderstanding or you a narrative in your head when you hear somebody say something. You can have this narrative. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, maybe they're thinking that. But one thing to really think of, and it's true, because if you think of it for yourself, it it totally applies. Is everyone's just trying to do a good job, Mm -hmm. right? Everyone's really trying to do their best, Mm -hmm. you know, at what they do. And if you keep that in mind with who you're talking to or who you're reading on those forums, like you said, you know, people took time to write something on there because they wanted to share that feel. Like, you know, it's, they took the time Mm -hmm. to do it. Not how many people are not, right? Mm -hmm. There's there's such a huge percentage that are just there and not saying, or saying it in person and and not (laughs) writing it actually down, posting it on a forum, you know, to be out there. And so like, yeah. So, you know, if you have those kind of ideas in mind, it's like everyone's just trying to, you know, is trying to be, you know, do a great job or do, you know, be great at what they do. It's like, okay. So then they posted this because they, you know, they wanted to help. They wanted to contribute. And it changes the narrative mm-hmm. completely, right? And I think that having that positive outlook makes such a difference. I mean, it just for life in general. Oh, so. yeah, totally. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think it probably helps how you think about bringing that feedback back into the business, right? Because because we all know that, that to your point, we all have that knee-jerk reaction, right? And so when you're trying to package up what you're hearing and you're seeing and sort of the, the exhaustive community data, right? Trying to bring that to your business in a way that it's receivable and that it's, it's honored from the place that it came from. I feel like that might be sort of a skill that you've had to hone over time, getting people to listen to what's happening in the community. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a, it's definitely something that's learned over time with an experience. You know, it's, it's one of those things I bet if somebody probably told me when I was younger too, and it's like, you know, have this kind of mentality, I may have brushed it off or, you know, it was like, ah, I don't know. But like, as time goes on, again, when you realize, think of it from your perspective, and then you're like, well, why, if I'm thinking that, they're probably mm-hmm. in the same shoes. Like, why Why would it be any different? They're not actively trying to, to get it. You know, they're not posting these things because they want to be like, ha, oh, you did all this wrong, and like, mm-hmm. why are you doing It's like, no, they're posting it because it's like, hey, I use this every day, and I really like it. I want to keep using it. But, you know, there's things here and there. I mean, it's it's why, you know, video games have patches mm-hmm. or software has patches mm-hmm. and, you know, why we do, uh, why news articles have, you know, updates or mm-hmm. edits. You know, it's because either, you know, mistakes were made or improvements could be done. 
you know, we're all human. Right. And so, yeah, it, it gets hard to remember that sometimes, especially when there's no, you know, when we're, we're not in person now mm-hmm. or we're, you know, mm-hmm. there's no video in some of these meetings. So it, it's nice to remember that we're all people in the end and we're all just trying to do our mm-hmm. best. And, no, I totally you know. agree. It's like the epitome of progress, uh, not perfection. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and sort of speaking of progress, not perfection, I like to talk sometimes about things that didn't go as planned, because I think there's so much to learn from successes. And I think we do a good job of celebrating them. But the the truth is that we are human and we're just doing our best. And sometimes it's, it's not exactly how we wanted it to turn out. And so I was wondering if you would be willing to share with us something that maybe didn't go as planned and, and what you learned from it as you were thinking about this ongoing architecture of your community. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so like when we uh, migrated over from Jive to Koros, one of the key things we really wanted to keep separate was discussions and questions. Uh, and we know that Koros offers both types of boards from uh, as forums and then there's Q&A boards. So when we were doing the migration, we wanted to have that distinction and make it clear, you know, these are for people who can come and ask questions to be answered. And then we have form, you know, all, all look good. We had it laid out, you know, we had a certain UI with it. And, you know, we had, we launched and, you know, it was there and it was working as we expected. Soon after we kind of launched that people were having issues with the uh, kind of the way the interactions mm-hmm. were with the questions where, you know, the, the, a, a question could have a comment and then you could also answer and answers could also have comments, but couldn't be marked as like a correct answer. And so some people were having issues with really mm, understand mm. like well where do i post or this comment is actually the answer but they didn't post it as an answer and like how do we do and so it's like okay you know again knee jerk is like well this is how this you know this is how it was designed we you know if i have someone posted a question i don't necessarily have the answer to that but i do have something to contribute i put it as a comment you know it may have been intended that way but when our users were actually using it day to day, right? They weren't Mm, getting mm -hmm. that and it wasn't clicking. And so we got feedback that, you know, this isn't very clear. uh, It's not a clear UX. It's not a clear experience on how to to work with this type of board. And, you know, people are having issues with it. And so instead of being like, well, okay, but this is how it's supposed to be, or this is how it's intended to design. It's like, okay, well then, you know, that's fair you know, having looked at it and looking at what they brought up, it's like, this is a very valid point. What can we do to resolve this so that they're happy and we can still have a way of differentiating between a question, you know, what, what questions are in discussions. I'll share another developer kind of, of motto that I have when I'm working with, you know, when we have new people join or working with vendors or, or anything in general. The, when it comes to like working on ideas and solutions and how we tackle problems, I always tell people when they join the team, it's like my my ultimate goal in the end is to have the best solution possible. It may not come from me. Mm-hmm. It, it, it may come from you. It may come from me. It could be the whole group or the whole team that comes, you know, comes up with it. But in the end, like that's really what we're trying to strive for. And so it was taking the feedback from the community and the issues that were there. And it's like, OK, well. You know, the the actual board itself isn't working as it's supposed to be. What can we do so that everyone is happy? Everyone is working with it the way they want to. It's clear how to 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 communicate and you know have an exchange in this community. 
and also from the our perspective, it's like how can we make it so that we have the we still have our people asking questions where they're supposed to. It's easy to answer and it's very visible. This is the answer to that question, and, and make it as smooth as possible. And so, you know, we looked into that. We worked together, and you know, working alongside Coros and, and the professional services, like here's what we want to do. What's what are our options? And you know, we went through the whole process, and we just it was just a couple of weeks ago actually that we did that migration. Mm -hmm. over uh so we moved we moved to these board you know we moved to all forum nodes with a just a distinguisher that says whether it's forum or questions but the interaction is is completely different than what it used to be mm -hmm. in my experience i mean so far we've had people be very positive about it they seem to enjoy you know they seem to be working with it a lot more clearly you know anything can be marked as an answer it's we we haven't had those same issues from before and so in you know in the end we came up with the solution instead of just kind of shrugging it off and being like well you know, sorry, but this is kind of how it's supposed to be. It's like, well, if because if, if we had that mentality, it'd be the same thing with if your friends. It's like, well, could we do this? It's like, no, nah, it's fine the way it is. You know, eventually, you know, they're not going to keep coming back to you. And it's the same <laughs> with customers. Like, you know, it, it's not a one. It's not your show. It's not like you're mm -hmm. you're the only person in the world. Everyone, you know, everyone again it all comes back to the like there's everyone's on the same side we're mm -hmm. all on the same team here the customers using our product they're having those issues they're on our side too they want the product to be good because mm -hmm. they want to use it right like you said they wouldn't be posting if they didn't care right and so we need to let them know we care too right because <laughs> we <Right>. do <laughs> absolutely you know I, I think that there's so many themes in all of that right there's there's being willing to listen because because the community is effectively a product too Right. And yeah. that's a it's it's more than ones and zeros because it's a product of the architecture, a product of the way that you, people engage. It's a product of the community members. You know, when we're working with customers to launch a new community, one of the things that I'll say to them is because it can be really easy to have just the most grandiose visions for what that community might be. And that's a really exciting conversation. And I say, you know, you know everything about your brand and your customers. We've been doing this for a really long time, but there's a voice missing in this conversation and it's the voice of the community. So how do we create this place where the community can start to find its voice? Because it may be something that we agree together is an amazing idea that they may really clearly tell us they don't care about or they don't like. And so I think there's this willingness to listen, a recognition of the community, the voice of the community as this really critical component and really being able to set aside your ego a little bit to, to, to hear what people need and find the right solution. Right. And I, I think that that's potentially not what people expect when they sign up to run a community. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I, I think you had, I think you hit the nail on the head with the ego one too. Mm -hmm. Like that's probably one of the harder ones. It's like, uh, again, from a developer background, you know, when people would criticize, you know, specific things in code, that's where I came up with that idea. It's like, well, they're not, they're not criticizing me. Mm -hmm. You know, the goal, the goal is to have the right best right best solution you know this is the right one and this is the best one it's not because you know what you did is necessarily bad it's just here we we all want the best and it's like that's that's kind of how you have to approach it you know it's not a it's not targeting you it's mm -hmm. not an attack and that's very hard like that's a really mm -hmm. hard thing to click but once you start to have that mentality and realize you know people are not trying to come at you they're trying to help you 
it it really switches the conversation and and yeah like you know when you have that response when you they speak and you hear them and you you know you get back with actual concrete hey we did we heard we did this it just gets you know it feel it fuels it more and more and 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 yeah like with the community growing you know a lot of people have this idea it's a community is just going to be i come for a question i get it answered and then i go and you know it's it's we have so many features planned for the future to grow the community because it's not just mm -hmm. that, right? It's really more than just a a support channel. It's really coming in to be a part of our whole experience. You know, this is on top of the documentation mm -hmm. that we provide you to use this. This is on top of the tutorials or, you know, there, if there's a meetup here, you know, we can post more details and then people can have conversations and who knows, like people might actually talk there to have their own separate meetups mm -hmm. about the same, you know, about what they're using. And like, those aren't possible unless you give the users that capability or give them those options. And again, those wouldn't be possible if we didn't, you know, we didn't listen to them, right? right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, and I think it shows right in engagement and willingness of people to contribute. And so I think for folks that may be wondering, how do we get more of either of those things? There's this opportunity to really understand not only from an architectural standpoint, how are you creating spaces, but how are you listening? How are you responding? How are you letting people know that the conversations they're having with each other and with you are valued? You know, I, I think that's the softer side of it. Um, and, and a lot of times we think appropriately so about how are we structured and what are we doing but then sort of the corollary for that is how are we how are we encouraging and responding in a way that allows people to feel like it's worth their time you know as good use because lord knows there's a thousand like squirrel moments that we all have every day come do yeah. this thing come do that thing <laughs> yeah you know, and, and we talked a little bit about, you know, so thank you for sharing something that didn't quite go as you planned, but let's talk about like what's gone really well, right? Is there something you guys have done recently that you really want to share or celebrate that you're particularly proud of for you and your team? Yeah, I mean, just recently uh, or the last month or so, we, yeah, just recently we launched our, like the new game, our new gamification capabilities and features. So, you know, we have a whole set of badges. Mm. We have leaderboards uh, for our users. We kind of came up with that idea. We, we kind of came up with it because we really wanted to drive engagement with our users you know we wanted to have people that came to the community and see you know uh, other other customers who are you know actively participating in the community kind of give them a, re a little bit more of a reason you know why they might want to contribute or why they might want to take part and also the exist our existing users and customers really show that you know they're they're the, the you know they're the reason that this community and our 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 community is doing well. So we wanted to give them that we wanted to give them a, a way to kind of showcase their capabilities or what they're proud of, right? Mm -hmm. So along with the badges, we have we gave each user uh, a trophy case, and they can customize the trophy case and show. So like when uh, when we're hovering over users, we get to showcase their profile at a quick glance. They also get to show which badges they want others to see at first mm -hmm. you know you could really customize like what you're proud of or what you want others to see you know the leaderboards kind of gives you that level of like you, know, you could share you could show it's like hey i'm where do i rank in all of this 
you know, before that, people didn't really have an idea. We also have ranks that that users got once we launched that, and that really gave people a chance to see where, how far they have, or how much they've done in relation to the community. And you know, now you actually see like, oh wow, like I'm a rank, you know, mm -hmm. I'm level seven or level eight, uh, and you know, he, here's what I, what do I need to do now? It's like, oh, what do I need to do to get to that next level to really do? And it, it might be, it might be something you do already, right? So we're we're kind of rewarding existing behavior mm -hmm. and showing that so that others are like, well, I have something to say and, you know, I'll get this out of it. And then that's, again, that's, it also helps like for, for you, again, for each individual, it also helps the business because if that individual is showcased, well, I work for here mm -hmm. and I'm doing this, it, it showcases that, you know, they're, they're actively, uh, you know, highlighting their skill set using our software. And it's like, oh, well, they do that. It came from like, uh, you know, it came from this company. It might be something that sticks to you because when you're like, oh, I'm looking for, you know, looking to buy this. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I remember that guy was really helpful and he worked. At... Again, it's like these little connections that you may not actively make, you know, happen in the background. And again, you could be proud of a lot of the stuff you do in the community. Now you can actually show it. You have all these badges. You have the leaderboard. We actually had people on LinkedIn share where they ranked in their leaderboard. And we have the leaderboard for the entire community, like as a whole. And then we also have it at each individual level. So like for each individual kind of product, so AEM or analytics, all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And so you could kind of, see, you know, if I'm only really focused on one particular uh, community within, you know, where do I fit in there? And it's like, and if, if I'm, you know, if I want to go up, what do I need to do or what do I need? And, and there's also like a sense of accomplishment when you reach a new rank, a level, or when you reach a new, like get a new badge. Like it's kind of, we wanted to reward people for that and not just say, yeah, you, you know, you do this and thank you. Mm -hmm. Like how, like people like to actually get some, I mean, it's not physical, but you know, we have, mm -hmm. we re, we just recently launched actually this, uh, this last week, uh, community advisors. And that really highlights specific users that have been really helpful in mm -hmm. specific, mm -hmm. you know, specific solutions. And we have a dedicated page calling them out on there how we sh you know we can see what their rank are uh, their level is and what they are an expertise in and again it's calling out these specific users because it's like you know you you do make you do everything and you like you help us by showing people helping people with our software by showcasing what our software can do like here's we recognize that and here's how we do that i i like i'm not on that list but i can imagine i mean if i was on that particular list it you know it says something it's like oh like they actually care they actually noticed me and i actually did what i did you know is being is going out there in the world people actually appreciate mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. and that's that's huge so it, seeing the posts on linkedin actually was pretty neat like it was really cool to see people be proud of where they were, what they've accomplished, and kind of just reinforced that, right? It was kind of a surreal moment to see <laughs> that. It's like, you know, again, these are real people. And it's like, hey, I'm here on this board. Mm -hmm. And I remember I saw in like my feeds, I saw a link to to the community. Oh, right, right. From like a, mm -hmm. Yeah, like it was just a link to like a post in, in our community. And I never would have thought that something like I, you know, I worked mm -hmm. on, hey, there's a link to something you were in the public. It's like that, like that to me was a, that's a really cool moment. Right. Something I actually did. And so 
and you know no one else no one else it may not mean much to them you know because mm-hmm. it's it's me but again for someone on the leaderboards or someone with their badges sharing like, I, I get that feeling it's like that's really cool it's it's not me in my little bubble right. or silo this is in the <laughs> real world and people actually see this or care and it's like that's worldwide right? Like, right these are people around the world yeah and as i listen to you talk about it right i'm envisioning sort of webs right there's webs inside the yeah. community as people are making small connections and they might see a brand that they're interested in because they saw someone talking about something or showing their expertise or the the LinkedIn piece for me is really interesting because there becomes all of this organic energy that starts to coalesce around the community and I don't think you could architect that if you tried that's really just the natural outcropping of trying to do the just right thing around motivating the right kind of behavior to drive the community forward and appreciating the customers and the relationship that they have with you. And so I think it's another example of you can do these really fundamental things in community and then you're never exactly sure what what they're going to produce. But then all of a sudden, especially if you have, I think it's a lot like growing a plant, right? Like sometimes you just have to water it and keep, yeah. keep watering, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sometimes it takes, sometimes so it, it doesn't. doesn't. Right. Let me tell you, there's some plants out there on my back patio that will tell you the doesn't part. But, but then there's so many that do. And it's fascinating. I'm like, oh, look at you. And, you know, so I, I think there's this idea of the fundamentals will be will be impactful. Sometimes they take a little bit longer and sometimes they don't show up like you would think, but they really do ultimately have an impact on the community if you're willing to, to, to do the sort of core work and have a little bit of patience and let your community help carry, carry it forward and ultimately be part of forming what that final outcome looks like. Yeah, like letting, I was, I was going to say, yeah, like letting things grow organically. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it, it's kind of, you know, with managing or parenting mm-hmm. and all that, you know, you could be right over and managing and making everything happen or your kid do everything you want them to do. But then when you step back and you give them a problem mm-hmm. or you give them this thing and then it kind of takes a life of its own. If you nurture that mm-hmm. versus, you know, try to force it, you know, a square peg in a round hole, if you nurture the the creative side, then you get, like mm-hmm. you said, you mm-hmm. get those, I, you're like, I didn't think of that, but that's, that's awesome. Right. Like, why, why don't we, ex- let's expand on that. Like, this is a great idea. Uh-huh. So yeah, I love those moments. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And like anytime I can connect like things in work or, you know, real mm-hmm. life, it, it, it just makes it that much more powerful. So Agreed. yeah, no, I love that. Agree. It's like community is a giant metaphor for life, which is yeah. Which is super fun. <laughs> it's people. It is. That's exactly, you know, and it's, it's funny because one of the questions I was going to ask you is, you know, what's one of the best pieces of customer engagement advice, right? You've ever gotten or one that's so horrible that you just want to like tell us to avoid it. But I feel like in this whole conversation, we've talked so much about the people side of customer engagement and the organic side of customer engagement. And to me, like this whole conversation has been just like one gigantic bit of customer engagement advice from moment one. So... (laughs) Yeah, no, I I, I was going to say it's I I think, yeah, we probably said it a few times, Mm -hmm. but I I mean, it it bears I I mean, it bears repeating. It's like the I don't know if it's I don't remember if it was someone that told it to me or if it's just something like where I heard it or how it kind of grew grew again. Where did it come from? It just kind of grew. But it's that idea that, you know, it's those ideas that we're all we're all on the same Mm -hmm. side. We're all on the same team. We really want to create, we all want the best thing, the best solution possible. And everyone is really is trying to do their best. Mm -hmm. And having, having the narrative that they're here on your side Mm -hmm. 
versus the narrative that they're trying, you know, like, oh, they're complaining or they're attacking or they're just, you know, saying something. Changing the narrative is probably probably one of the best, like not just in customer engagement, but just mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. advice in general. If you change the narrative, it really changes how you approach what people are saying to you or how people mm -hmm. are saying it to mm -hmm. you. And I think that's so critical for all of us who work with customers and create spaces and customer experiences, right? You know, I think it applies like across the board in terms of if there's one thing you can start doing right now, right, is understand how you can change the narrative, particularly around hard conversations and start to accept that everybody's doing their best. Right. And, and that'll take you so far, I think, in work and in life, since we've crossed all those all those streams today. Yeah. <laughs> well, so as we start to wrap up, I so deeply appreciate this conversation. It's been been wide ranging. And I, f I feel like there's a lot to, to think about, both from a community standpoint and an everyday living standpoint. I wonder where can people follow you out on the interwebs beyond the podcast to, to learn more about the work that you're doing? Uh, yeah, I'd be so you can always visit uh, our community at experienceleadcommunities.adobe.com. So that's that's where we that's where our program is. You can also go to experienceleague.adobe.com to learn more about mm -hmm. the whole Experience League, uh, you know, product and you know what we're trying to accomplish. And yeah, I mean, you could. Uh, I mean, I'm also on Twitter or, or LinkedIn mm -hmm. and all that. So you know, feel free to to follow. But you know, uh, again. Our community is probably one of the best places mm -hmm. to engage on to engage us on, on anything related to to the Experience League uh, here at Adobe. So I, yeah, it it's been great. So I, I really appreciate the time, and I hope people. I hope people uh, got some good information. I think they it. will. I think there's a lot of awesome nuggets. And so thank you so much for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing you out in your community. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks for spending time with us today on Titans of Customer Engagement, a customer experience podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave us a review, and spread the word. Your feedback means a lot to us. Continue the conversation on Koros Atlas at community.koros.com. Until next time. The CX world is now digital first. It's what customers expect and Koros can help. Koros is an award-winning customer engagement platform built to turn those siloed interactions with your customer into enterprise value. You can harness the power of human connection across the customer experience. From outbound marketing, social, messaging, chat and SMS to owned and digital communities. Customer engagement means staying always connected. Find out how customer-first software and services can make you a titan of customer engagement at Kuros.com.